Birds with Friends is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. Next Monday night, the Eagles play the New York Giants, and if I know Eagles fans, everybody, and every and I mean everybody with a ticket, is probably trying to sell it because they don't want to watch this terrible team. So that's an opportunity for you to go see some live NFL football for a cheap price and leave at halftime and go home and get a good night's sleep. What a deal you could have if you check next Monday on Game Time. The Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store and score last-minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bowen shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo and you coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings i'm gonna have the rest of my life with these kids wow get, we gotta get that in a drop uh immediately edit that one out that didn't come out play. there's no editing no no editing yeah, on this that's the wonderful of birds with friends no editing <laughs> it is 906 p.m from hard rock stadium in miami gardens florida bo wolf zach berman coming to you here uh, a bit of a race against the clock here, as we were warned that uh, the later we stay, the likelier it is we'll encounter some muggers on the way out of the building by a, a friendly gentleman named George in some, um, I would say, problematic language. He was worried us. about you, Bo. He was uh, worried about you. He, he pointed to your laptop. Warning us, do he not pointed. go past the gatehouse when you call a lift. So, uh, listen, the Eagles came no, down no, here. He, he, he warned you. And then he, he he was deciding whether or not to warn me. Well, you told I him you were he, coming with me. So. After the fact, I think yeah. he thought I could handle it. I think he oh, thought. No, I think he. I think, I, he I think he was going to give you the same talk. The same talk. You okay. think you think he thought you could handle yourself? I couldn't. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, it, well, that's interesting. That, that's how I perceived it. Probably a good metaphor for an Eagles team that came into Great this transition. game thinking that uh, they were going to get a win, and they got mugged by the Miami Dolphins. The, the tenor of this podcast will certainly sound a lot worse if we do end up getting mugged. Uh, when we leave, <laughs> yeah, that is true. we shouldn't be making light of it if it's going to happen. But that is true. Uh, oh, just don't go past the guardhouse. Don't That's go past the, key. the guardhouse. The Eagles went way past the guardhouse in this game, uh, in really one of the uh, one of the most embarrassing losses in recent memory. I would say thirty-seven to thirty-one against the against the Miami Dolphins. The Eagles um, had an interception on the first play of this game and scored a touchdown three plays later. They were up. 10-0. They were up uh, 13-7. They were up 28-14 early in the third quarter, and they lost this game. Ryan Fitzpatrick leading a Dolphins team that, as you said, as we were talking after the game, had not scored more than 26 points in a game this season. They scored touchdowns on five consecutive drives. And uh, to add to that, I was, I was reading the Dolphins' quotes, and, and one of the questions to Brian Flores was like about their second-half struggles this year. I looked it up. I believe they've averaged 5.7 points in, in second halves this year. 
Uh, Good job by the Eagles. And the Eagles just collapsed in the second half. So, I mean, where to begin? Um, For one, we said on Friday that the the Cowboys' loss made this game uh, mean almost nothing. And that is still the case. In terms of the you know the playoff picture for the Eagles, they still can win the last four games and uh, win the division. But I think what you saw today tells you that this is probably a team that is not capable of winning four straight games. But and, and, and that's actually what I'm I'm curious from uh, because this is a, a discussion you and I had on the way up, and I addressed this in in my post game story is. What's worse, if they overlook the Dolphins or if like they didn't overlook them and this was the best right. they could do against them? Right. Well, exactly. It's, uh, you know, either, yeah, either they looked past this team and thought that this was going to be a walkover win or they're worse than the now 3-9 and nine Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins. And uh, you know what? Right now, they are worse. Like, uh, you know, this defense that was coming off these four straight games. You know, we got to learn to play 12-9 games. we got to yeah. learn to win Shit. that way. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, sorry. You can drop an S. Sorry for my language. Um, yeah, we all know that you are the, uh, the one of the three Birds with Friends hosts who is willing to work blue. So uh, you get that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so either they were overlooking them or they're terrible, and they are terrible. We have, we have 12 games of evidence now to know that this team is bad. You know, they cannot play a complete game. Uh, the offense and defense cannot both play adequate football in the same game. Uh, you know, Devontae Parker winning these e- these like contested catches nonstop against Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who apparently just has Jim Schwartz's number, is like the perfect quarterback against uh, against Jim Schwartz. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know what to say. This is what what is so frustrating is that it was like the same problems that we have seen from the Eagles for the last two years, and it doesn't seem like they own those problems. And it doesn't, you know, I, I don't like to say I don't I don't I don't like to generally um, critique like what a guy's reaction to a loss is or something like that. But I don't know. Did you get the sense that this team was appropriately upset in the locker room after the game? Well, I didn't get a chance to talk to everybody, number oh. one. Uh, and, and that's because a lot of players didn't want to talk, um, which, you know, you... you I, we, I don't like to say, like, oh, this guy didn't talk to the media I agree. or whatever. But I agree. I don't know. I, I don't get the sense that this team owns its issues. Well, I just think that there's this notion that they have that yes. we're this resilient team and, and we'll, you know, we'll turn it on. And We're going to find out this week. Yes, exactly. Who really, yes. who's in it. And, like, that sh- A, that should have happened last week. And, B, stop telling me how resilient you are. Okay? Yes. Carson Wentz got hurt two years ago, and they went on to make the Super Bowl and, and win the Super Bowl. Last year, they, they were 6-7, and seven, and they went on a, a December run. That doesn't mean that, like, you can just flip the switch. Yeah. And when you want to win games, you can win games. I think there's a case to be made that, that, that you know, winning, uh, you know, obviously winning the Super Bowl was worth it. But it has, it has since been uh, a problem for the team. You know, maybe, uh, maybe Orlando Skandrick was right. <laughs> about that or about everything? <laughs> everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it, it, what is happening here, I wrote that. They've had these these bad losses already this season to Dallas, to uh, Minnesota, but but those are decent good teams. 
that uh, that have good offenses. Good, they have quarterbacks playing well. They were on the road. You kind of understand it. There's there's no excuse for the way they they played today. And, and generally, in Doug Peterson's career as a, as a, as a coach, so it's a short career, but since 2016, uh, the Eagles haven't had these kind of clunkers. A matter of fact, um, they have not lost to a team that finished the season with 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 double digit losses under Peterson. And okay, this year, and this year they might have three of them. If you look at De- at Detroit, nice. Atlanta, and Miami, that's pretty good. Um, and we don't know what's going to happen against Washington or the Giants. Yeah. So, like, clearly the Eagles are playing closer to the teams that are in the top ten than teams that are playing for the playoffs. No doubt about that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, some guys played through um, injuries in this game. You know, Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey came back. Zach Ertz was able to play. Ertz did not have his best game. Um, he so, called it one of the worst games he's played. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm cutting myself off on that because what it, we, you talk about Doug Peterson and so much of this team is, like, the things that they do are the hallmarks of, of poorly coached football teams. You know, they haven't gotten better in any tangible way since week one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, none of, like, you know, no, no specific thing that they weren't great at has gotten better. You look at what happened after the bye, you know, when you're supposed to do some self-scouting and yeah. uh, you know, reinvent three. yourself a little bit. 0-3 with, like, nothing new mm-hmm. to, sh- to show for it. Uh Completely outcoached by Brian Flores today, mm-hmm. as you said. Um, I, you know, and, I, and I'm not putting that all on Doug, but I, I, don't, know, I don't know if it's a buy-in thing. Uh, but, I mean, this is not, this is not a well-coached football team, right? I mean, this, is not, this team does nothing well. It's not, a, it's, it's not a team with a lot of talent. It's not a team executing with the players on the field. And it's not a team that is, that is well coached. It's, and it's not a team with a lot of discipline. I, I think they had 10 to penalties core. today, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Tim Jernigan had two personal fouls. Is that right? Well, he had, I, I do like when a guy gets two penalties on the same play. He had an offside <laughs> and a roughing the passer on the same play. That though, that's a great one. <laughs> so, so you might as well, once you're offside. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just go in for it. Well, it shouldn't count because the roughing happened you know he shouldn't. He he, he should he, so he should be disqualified from the play. <laughs> Once you are offside, you should be able to do whatever you want. Fair enough. <laughs> but you know, that, the offense gets it that yeah. way. And then and then Jalen Mills had the uh, had had the pass interference that extended the drive. Um, that know, one was a little uh, there. I mean, the refs were not uh, great in this game, and uh, certainly tilted anti Eagles. But that that should not have even been a factor. No, I agree. Uh, look, it, they. This was inexcusable, especially on the defensive side. I, I don't think the offense played that bad. Um, the offense left some plays on the field, but if you score thirty points, you should win. You know, especially when you're playing against the Dolphins' offense. It's yeah, not like I you're mean, against yeah. the Chiefs. You would think that thirty-one points would and, win this game. And twenty-eight uh, fourteen lead in the th- in the third quarter. You need to win. Like like you both sides of the ball. You need to close that out. Now the defense, the offense, after they were up twenty eight fourteen, did sort of turtle a little bit. They went yes. missed field goal drive and then two two quick uh, punts. Yeah, so they, a big play, and you you mentioned Ertz. They had a second and seven, yeah. and they were driving, and uh, you know they were approaching the red zone, a pass to Ertz that would have put them in striking distance for a touchdown, 
would have given it would have moved the chains. Uh, Ertz drops it, just an uncharacteristic yeah. drop. And the next play, Wentz gets sacked. And then the play after that, Jake Elliott misses the first field goal of the season. And Ertz then missed most of the next two drives. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what – if I mean, he didn't blame it on the injury, but uh, I'm sure that that was some yeah. small factor. He later dropped a would-be touchdown at the end of the game. Yep. Uh, that would have not really changed the outcome well, of the game. But. Let me ask you this. If if they score the touchdown there, okay, first off, they would have had more time on the clock. That's number one. But number two, let's just say the same thing happening and you have the ball at midfield. Do you still throw the Hail Mary or do you put Jake Elliott on the field for like a 67-yard field goal? I think you still throw it. From the 50, I think you throw the Hail Mary. Okay. But, I mean, you know, they wouldn't have I, I been don't at know. the same place. I mean, that's a time. really long field goal. Yeah, that's, but you too, just, that's too yeah. long. I mean, they were pretty close on the Hail Mary. Uh, that ball did go up into the air. Yeah, that's true. They got what they wanted on it. Yeah. yeah. Alshon um, Jeffrey should, uh, he should, like, he should just treat every play like it's, it's the final seconds yeah, of, of, a, of exactly. a game or a half. Yeah. Sorry for Him and Wentz. Yeah. We can play a little footsie if you want. That's fine. <laughs> I was putting my foot down. And I we're all friends hit here. hit Bo's foot. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Speaking of playing footsie. Where are you going with this? I'm pulling something up. Speaking of playing footsie, I'll take this one. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, Zach. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or my favorite team lost to the Dolphins, or my favorite team lost to the freaking Dolphins, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it, or sorry, honey, I said my team lost to the Dolphins. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about. With a real doctor who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, just like the vaunted Dolphins offense. But now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to getroman.com slash birds for a free visit and free two-day shipping that's getroman.com slash birds for a free visit to get started today getroman.com slash birds to make sure that 69 is reporting as eligible for everybody in your life Too far at the end too far at the end okay you're doing great you, you were doing a bang-up job before that but too far at the end I was trying not to call back to last last I, week's episode. I understood the reference. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Matt Pryor. Everybody yes. get Matt Pryor involved. Yes. Okay. Have you shared with Matt Pryor how uh, good you are when he gets when he goes in as eligible? That's only it only happened twice last week. Yes. So there he's inactive today. Uh, yeah, I mean I don't uh, I don't have much else to say on that front. On okay. the get Roman front? Yeah, or, the, uh, or anything really. You want to wrap it up? Try not try not to get mugged. <laughs> I mean, there's a few things we can talk about. Carson Wentz played better today. Yeah, he played better. He wasn't great. No, but but he look, was certainly. Yeah, we were killing him enough. all week, and 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 he, you know, he responded. I thought he had some nice throws. Played well. Put them in position to win. He, uh, there was one play that I'm sorry again. There was one play More that I thought was was inexcusable. Or, one Roman ad, and you get all I, going. I'm going a little far on on the term inexcusable. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was one play that I thought uh, it, it was the worst play of the game, and that was he had a second down right before the two-minute warning where he took a sack. 
And he yeah, said he can't he can't take a sack in that situation. He also uh, missed Alshon wide open down the left sideline on the play mm-hmm. after Alshon drew a, a pass interference, yeah. which was the first time they'd thrown deep all game. That was a bad throw. Yeah, but look, you're you're gonna miss throws. Like I'm not. I generally agree with that. Uh, I I just thought that like situational awareness is important um, on that last drive uh, or the second. It turned out to be actually be the second to last drive. Uh, he can't take that sack uh, because not just does that set you back in yardage. They went into a third and sixteen, and and, and like you mentioned, Ertz almost caught the uh, touchdown. But it just took time off the clock, and they needed time. They only had one timeout in that in that situation. Uh, if if they if he had thrown the ball away there, they probably could have taken a play, and even if it was incomplete, kicked the field goal before the two minute warning. And then they would have been dealing with the two-minute warning and a timeout. Yeah. They would have had much more time on the clock. That's right. So that sack, I thought, really set them back. Yeah, but if that's the case, then the Dolphins might not just run it three times, and then they get a first down and the game's over. Maybe, but if they pass the ball, I mean, the, probably if not, they pass the ball, yeah. the clock might stop, too. So there's, yeah, but, but considering I'm just the way Flores coached that game, yeah. I think they might It's a different game, is, is my point. It's a, it's, it's a different game. It should never if, have come down to if, that. If, but you're if right. Wentz, he shouldn't, he shouldn't yeah, have taken that sack. He can't take that sack. And he fumbled, too. Yeah, he, I mean, he did fumble. Yeah, they recovered. But, like, imagine if he just coughed it up altogether. I think this game turned, Zach, when Kalen Balaj left with an injury after having three carries for zero yards. And then the and then the Dolphins had to uh, had to just pass it. Yeah, and when they did run it, it wasn't to Kalen Balaj. Yeah, the Patrick Lauer, uh Patrick Laird, Laird Laird from Cal. Miles Gaskin, right? He's a Cal guy. Patrick Is Laird. He? Yeah, in a big game. Ten Miles carries Gaskin's for five a yards. Washington guy, I believe. Yes. Four for forty three receiving though for Patrick Laird, Martin Laird's yeah. brother, I believe. I don't believe so. I believe that's incorrect. Yeah, yes, that was not the okay. truth. Okay. Um, no, the, I mean this. The, we can keep cutting it up, but I, I, I yeah. Thought, that, the problem with this game is I just like what is there to say? They were bad. They 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 didn't show up in a spot they needed to show up. And uh, like we mentioned, they they still have this path to the postseason. Uh, but if you don't take care of business today, it's hard to have confidence in them going forward. And what I already started hearing in the locker room after the game was this this no one's going to believe in us thing. And that that bothers me because it's like everyone believed in you today. You're double digit favorites. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay, um, it's it's not like us against the world. So you got to stop that. Um, and uh, and I, I I don't keep want to hear about like the like the leaders on the team. The leaders on the team shouldn't be turning it on when you're five and seven, right? Well, I mean, if you take the guys at their word, like you know Malcolm Jenkins and Carson Wentz, both saying you know this is on the leaders. Well. It's been on the if, – if that's the case, if we believe you, then what does that say about the leadership? Exactly. Or the coaching or the yeah. – Yeah. So, like, there's uh, – I, I think they have complex problems that require complex solutions because, like, it's, it's not one thing. And when they look at this roster during the offseason, when they look at this coaching staff during the offseason, when they look at this organization, they look at this locker room, it's, it's not like you can just – Put a Band-Aid on, on one thing and it's all fixed. There's, there's a lot. It's multi-layered. They're really going to need to uh, be creative in how they approach this. And I, I don't want to go overboard on one game. But like I said, like th- this is a soft schedule that they, that they played this year. And um, they've, they haven't responded. You are a man plugged in with this organization, Zach. Do you think there will be sweeping changes 
I don't want to say that without knowing, and I don't believe there will be – well, I shouldn't say I don't believe. I don't know yet if there will be sweeping changes. I, I, I simply don't know. Um, I mean, I, I do think there's going to be sweeping changes on the roster. I do think well, that. there need to be. Uh, but if you're talking about organizationally, um, you know, I imagine that the coaching staff gets, gets shaken up. Uh, the, the kind of the, the triumvirate they have in place of – Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz. I think all three are back in their roles next year. Jim uh, Schwartz? I mean. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I don't think they can do better than Schwartz. Um, but I, I, I think I think it's going to be personnel. I right? think they can do better than Schwartz unless there's a game with Fitzpatrick on the schedule next year, wherever he is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, but, no, I, I, what I think. What was that? I believe Jeff McLean tweeted that out. It was Fitzpatrick's 4-0 and against Jeff Yeah, Schwartz. so he included some some pre-Eagles shorts right. so against the scheme. The two Fitzpatrick games against um, the Eagles scheme was the Tampa game last year and this right. year. Both games that the Eagles should have won. Um, and uh, both games that the Eagles were outplayed. Uh, so you look at that. But I uh, to, to, to get back to what we were saying, my guess is, Cornerback and wide receiver have sweeping changes this offseason. Those are two positions that I think the roster looks a lot different. I don't know if cornerback looks that different. Well, I'm saying everyone's a free agent, so ex- except Maddox and Jones and Douglas. So are they going in with Maddox, right. Jones, and Douglas? Like, like no, what? I, think, I think next year your corners will be... They resign Mills? Will be Mills, veteran free agent TBD, okay. Douglas, Maddox, and LeBlanc. All right, I agree with that. So not sweeping changes, but but changes to yeah yeah changes to it. Um, I mean, I, I you know you know Darby, I don't think Darby's going back, yeah, and I don't then think so either. Um, I think they trade Jones. So, but we'll we'll talk about that this offseason. We don't need that. How about Rasul Douglas? Like, what a life for that guy. Displaced in the dime today by Cravon LeBlanc, who hasn't like played or practiced since the first day of training camp until mm-hmm. this week. Steps right in, mm-hmm. not only as dime, but like rotating with Avante Maddox, basically 50 50 as the inside guy with Avante Maddox. Yeah. They love Strap, apparently. Once Jim Schwartz likes you, <laughs> you're and set. Rasul Douglas has never been liked, apparently, by Jim Schwartz because time and time again, mm-hmm. uh, the coaching staff has shown us that they don't really think very highly of him. Even, I mean, he has been okay, like mediocre. As a, as a starting cornerback, when he's a starter, he gets beat deep. But in a game like this against Devontae Parker, like the one thing Rasul brings is some uh, some ball skills at least. My theory is that like on night two of the 2017 draft, Jim Schwartz was just watching Jalen Mills highlights from the year before. <laughs> like he like he like he didn't. You think he wanted on. a different corner, and so forever he <laughs> no. But they took like, Jones and Douglas yeah. and like two guys. He's just like yeah. He's he's not playing. You know he yeah. he'd rather LeBlanc. He loves Maddox. Yeah. Um, and then give him Joe Mills any day of the week. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, why don't you tell us about the, uh, the fake field goal touchdown that you wrote about? Yeah. The third straight game the Eagles have given up a touchdown on a trick play. So it was, it was a real creative play. And it, I, was a, it was a really cool play. And, uh, I liked it. You know, they, they come out with their field goal unit, but... Fourth and goal from the one. After they, they had yeah. run like eight plays inside the 10-yard line. But they sent nine guys out uh, wide, and the only people who were on the ball were the long snapper. And Not the, on one side, five and four, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and the long snapper and the holder, who's, who's the punter. And the Eagles elected not to call timeout. And I asked Doug Peterson, did you consider calling a timeout? 
And Doug Peterson said no. This is a terrible answer. Because he, he said they've been expecting this all week. This is one of the special teams coordinators and teams overall that, that has these types of uh, gadget plays. And so this was something that was, that was, that was really enforced to them. It and was the end of the first half. They had three timeouts. Mm-hmm. Just call timeout. Yeah, so the only explanation, and Doug didn't say this, the only explanation I can think of is, like, they liked the look. Like, uh, <laughs> you think about... They liked the look? No, like, you think about the, um, the Patriots-Colts game, you know, when they ran that, yeah. that fake and yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to Pat McAfee and, like, yeah. sacked McAfee. Yeah. Like, there was no... I mean, maybe they just were on the sideline. They're like, wait, we're, we're not confused by this. Right. Although they had Anthony Rush in coverage, basically. Someone's got to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, um, you want him rushing. Yeah. You don't want him dropping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so they had uh, – so I think they should just call a timeout. Of course just, they should have called a timeout. Just call a timeout. I thought that was an losses. insane answer yeah, by Doug. Just like cut your timeout. I wasn't even going to come down too hard on him because I, w- I was thinking – he was probably thinking maybe they're trying to fake it. They're going to call timeout. I just misread it. Like, that's my fault. I should have called timeout. For him to say it was the right thing to not call timeout is nuts. I agree. Um, Ridiculous. You know, and, and like, the, like to me, the, the difference between zero and three, it's a lot different. Well, it's, it's different, obviously, than between three and seven. So, like, like I'd, I'd rather hold them to three than the possibility of seven. Of you know? course. So, yeah. Um, even if there's a chance they miss that, uh, you know, you have yeah. it, call like, timeout. Call timeout. That's that's what I'm saying. Call timeout. So I I uh, I thought that was um, a bad decision by Doug Peterson. Any other bad decisions by Doug Peterson? Uh, I would need to go back and and watch. I, I I just think overall, I don't think he had the team. I don't think he had the team in in a good spot. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian Flores coached an inspired game. Yeah, well, even an onside kick to open the second half. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, Bill Belichick prepares those guys well. So you are ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, you said you said you you're a big Brian Flores guy, and I I shot back immediately at you about the you know long long list of Belichick cronies who have uh, all failed as head coaches. But I gotta say, I do. I, I don't mind. I don't mind a Flores. I like that he's I, willing to, willing to be credit. fun. He was, I mean, certainly Matt Patricia doesn't do that. He won this game as 10-point underdogs. Speaking about underdogs, mm. not the book, but which oh. is also it's available in bookstores anywhere. Okay. Uh, books are sold. No, I uh, thought for sure that was a book. Yeah, no, if, if you were betting on this game mm. and you lost some money, you bet on the Eagles, you lost some money, and you want to make it back, I have a good idea for you. <laughs> oh, man. DraftKings Sportsbook is officially available in Pennsylvania, as the trusted leader in daily fantasy, DraftKings has brought their expertise to legal sports betting and is already America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so much going on this week, you'll definitely want to take advantage of the convenience to bet wherever, whenever with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. This week, DraftKings has a pro basketball promo you won't want to miss. It's simple. Bet on Philly to win. If they score 76 points first and end up losing, you get your, you get your bet back up to $25. What if neither team scores 76? Well, I think it's... Given the Sixers' offense. 70, yeah, I think it's if they score 76 points first. Okay. Uh, plus, DraftKings is based right here in the U.S. It's not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. 
And if you're already betting in PA, bet with another book and take advantage of DraftKings' great sign-up offer. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code TOSS, T-O-S-S, when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a free bet just for signing up. Plus, when you make your first bet, you can... You get a risk-free bet up to $500. Don't forget, sign up with the code TOSS to place your first bet, and you can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're in Pennsylvania now. We're cooking with gas on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes. Yes. So our, Probably, that was our a good. Listeners. That's a good... Um, Good job with them on the ad, uh, knowing that Eagles fans are going to move on from football and go straight to basketball. That's true. Well, well targeted. Yeah, yeah, and they can bet on the game sooner. They can get their money back sooner. There you go. With, with the cashback promo. Um, what else do we have to talk about? I mean, we can talk about the big picture stuff this week. Um, I, I don't think we need to force that now. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was anything lineup-wise. At, at what point in this game did you actually believe the Eagles were going to lose? Oh, uh, when Jason Sanders hit that field goal. The goal up, up until and, then, you thought they were still going to win? Yes, yes. When it was a one-possession game, I, I thought they were going to win. Really? Yeah. Then when, it, when they made the field goal, that made it nine. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. When they made it a nine-point game, then I was like, they're, they're not going to win this game. Um, I, I, I just didn't think. They got that, they got that, um, third, they got that first down. It was like a third and ten. Yes. Fitzpatrick rolling left before the field goal. Yeah, that's that, when that was the final nail in the coffin for me. Yeah. I didn't know if Sanders was was was, was going to hit that field goal. You know, so they had the offensive pi on the right side of the field, and I thought that pass interference would push them back, and and Sanders nailed that. That would have been good from like ten yards be, from ten yards beyond. We just got we just got big news. What's that? Um. A girl in Casey's uh, daycare class. Yes. Just uh, RSVP'd for his birthday party. Oh, great! And uh, the girl is the daughter of our of uh, our dentists. Oh, really? Yeah, big news. Okay. We've so. only been to the dentist once, but you know, Casey and Maddie have breakfast together every morning. It's a, it's a very funny little thing. That's great. Very exciting That's news. Great. And I just changed my dentist appointment this morning, so I wonder if that will be a big point of discussion. At the party? Yeah. I'm sure everybody's <laughs> going to be talking about it. About the change in dentist appointment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe the dentist doesn't like the mix work and pleasure. Well, uh, maybe we'll see. I don't know. Report can back I, to can us. I tell you, can friends. I tell you a funny dentist story? Sure. A good friend of mine growing up, uh, his dad was uh, my dentist. And many years later, uh, he recounted this story to us at a bachelor party when his dad uh, was a young dentist, just starting, you know, on the beat, as it were. Mm-hmm. Let's call it early 80s or something like that. This guy kept coming in and, uh, you know, he had this mysterious tooth pain. And it was like, no matter, it was like a mystery to the dentist. No matter what he tried, that nothing would solve this guy's tooth pain. He kept coming in. He kept coming in. Nothing. Nothing would do it. And one day, he just disappeared. Never, never saw him again. Until uh, several years later, he showed up 
I think maybe unannounced. For the story, we'll say it's unannounced. Um, and asked to see the dentist. And he sat him down and he said, um, I just wanted to come clean to you. <laughs> my, my, tooth, my teeth never hurt. I just like the feeling of your hands in my mouth. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <Wow. laughs> I didn't know the story was going in that direction. That is interesting. Okay. <laughs> Some dentist. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. How did the dentist react? I think he was spooked. I think he was spooked. Yeah, I think that's the right that's, that's the right way to describe All it. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. he was a little taken aback. Probably complimented. I think that's one way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, maybe a little taken advantage of would be another. <laughs> so there you go. Tell the, if you tell that story to the dentist at the birthday party, yeah. it'll go over well. Probably that's good. Yeah, good icebreaker. That's true. Uh, okay. What else we got? You got any good <laughs> dentist stories? I It's not the time for for dentist stories right now. No. Are uh, you worried about the mugging? I'm not, actually. Okay. I just know not to go past the guardhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I... Uh, look, this game, I... I, I I think we could talk about Alshon. Yeah, I'm just sort of out of to. words about. I mean, like, Alshon. What to say I thought about this sorry team. I thought Alshon played decently. I thought Miles Sanders showed some. I was yeah, some Miles pop. Sanders played well. Um, but I mean, this is like um, this is another uh, to a lesser extent, like the Saquon Barkley. I mean, it's not the same. I like Miles Sanders as a player. He's the one good young offensive player they have. But like they hit on that pick, mm-hmm. they nailed that pick, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make a difference to the offense. Oh, well, it does make a difference to the offense. I mean, couldn't they have gotten couldn't – they, couldn't they have had the same offensive performance with random running back? No, and, I, I mean, I think if you swapped Sanders and, and Balazs, this is a different I – mean, okay, well, Literally um, the worst running back no, in the NFL saying, history like, this season. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, to fault them for losing this game when, you know, for the running back. Like, I know, but if that was – if they – like – that pick was was less important than the Ortega Whiteside pick, even though it came before. If they had flip flopped, if they had drafted a bad running back and a good wide receiver, their offense would be in so much better shape. Yes and no. I mean, last year. Um, By the way, what a game from JHI. You were you nailed this one. <laughs> Two carries for nine yards, including the uh, I believe the longest well, I, one yard run in NFL history. I said if the Eagles won. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so you're I, right. You're right. I, I guess there was. Um, you know, I'm. You're I right. I asked. I think sh- Shield does get credit for uh, Darby if they lose. Yeah. He pretty much did. He pretty sure. much nailed that one exactly correct. I asked my share of uh, of like questions that that people probably like cringe at or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my guess is is like this came from the Miami side today. Um, I'm not sure. But the question was like, uh, you know, are you are, are you considering splitting carries between Ajayi and Miles Sanders going forward? <laughs> you asked that? Or no, someone? no, no, no. Someone uh, else asked uh, that. Yeah. And my guess is it was someone like, <laughs> like based in, in Miami, Miami. Yeah, okay, yeah, because of the Ajayi storyline. I was just like, like I, I was I was fighting to get a question in, and that question got asked, and I and I'm like. Am I missing something? Like, is that is? Did yeah, I mean, have played, a game that Sanders played? Like yeah, ninety percent of the yeah. snaps. So, um, seventeen carries to Ajayi's too. But Ajayi, uh, no, Ajayi didn't do anything today. I, I, I thought, frankly, they'd be playing if if, if they're playing with a two score lead for most of the game. Yeah. I think we would have seen more Ajayi. The Eagles, uh, I will say, in this game, you know, I, I actually thought, especially in the first half, 
I liked that they they were showing a, a lot more diversity in terms of how they were lining up on offense. It was actually mostly 11 personnel, not 12 personnel, and they were shuffling the receivers in and out. It was sometimes Aguilar, Jeffrey, and Ward in the slot. Mm-hmm. Then it was Aguilar in the slot with Jeffrey and Ortega Whiteside outside. You were outraged one, though, when they had Vitae on the field. Well, yeah, they had a second and 15 at the end of the, uh, was it the, end of the first half. Mm-hmm. And they bring a, they get a penalty. They go back to second and fifteen, second and goal from the fifteen. And the, oh, let's now let's bring in the six offensive linemen. Let's this will really this will really catch them off guard so that they can throw a yeah. you know this was a pass that Mentz, Wentz missed, but it would have been like a four yard gain to Nelson Aguilar. Great, good. Let's we really we really caught him off guard with that. They definitely thought we were going to run the ball. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, I, I thought that they did try some different things sure. on offense, which I'd been, I've been begging for. So that was good. But then push him to shove in the second half. It was 12 personnel, Aguilar, Jeffrey, this is what you're going to get. And, you know, wasn't as, wasn't as effective. The Vikings Chargers just got flexed out of Sunday night on December 15th. And the Bills Steelers got flexed into it. Huge. Yes. Can they flex the Eagles out of Monday night? I wish. Mm. Yeah, they can't. Don't like Monday night games for our sake. Um, I prefer well, like, a Monday night game to a Sunday night game. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because then you get your Sunday free. Sure, but you don't get your Saturday free. Yeah, but you still do sort of get your Saturday. Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, we got, I got a birthday party yeah. to go to. I got a Doug Peterson press conference. <laughs> I can go to the I can um, go to the yeah. presser. Um, yeah, no, I I I hear you there. I I actually like how how like a Monday night game feels like a big game. It's just the the week afterwards truncated. The, so. Yeah, Tuesday is going to stink, but yeah, eh, Monday's better than Sunday night. One man's opinion. One man's opinion. Not a correct opinion, but <laughs> anything else you want to hit on? Um, are we showing the necessary amount of outrage? That's that's what I because. I, I did see some like uh, Twitter mentions to us. You think like, it's like fire, like burn the house? No, down? no, no. Like, oh, I can't wait for this post game pod. And oh. I wonder if like we were too resigned to like, yeah, they're they're not good right now. I mean, listen, that was a, it was a, a historically bad loss. Yeah, like to be up fourteen points in the second half against a two and nine football team that has, as you said, not scored more than twenty six points all season long, and that's not designed <clears throat> to win this year. Right, like, the, their roster is not assembled to win. Right. I mean, that's, uh, it's one of the worst losses in franchise history. Do you know the last time they lost when they were at least 10-point leads? Or at, le- at least 10-point favorites? No, that's a good question. What's the answer? Uh, it is 2012, I think, against the 49ers. I had this. They didn't play 49ers in 2012. They played them in 2011. Right, give me a second. I had it. 2011. Yeah. Against the Cardinals. Okay. And then before that, that it was 2011 that was, against that was the, the Niners. That was the Fitzgerald versus, uh, versus Jaquan Jarrett game. Okay. Remember that one? And then also that year against the Niners. Both yes. games they were uh, – so they lost two games as 10-plus point favorites in 2011. Before that, everybody remembers 2010, the Joe Webb game. Yes. Um, but you, you you brought up 2011. Um, I'm, I'm curious, too, because I, I, I wrote – I was writing quickly. I put some thought into it, but not as like deliberately as if it was like the, the if I was writing it tomorrow. I wrote that this is teetering on one of the most disappointing seasons in recent memory. 
Um, I think that, yeah. I, th- I, don't even, I don't even think you need to couch it So, much. So 2015 was disappointing. 2012 and 11 were both disappointing. Um, I think it's the most disappointing year since 2011, if not more so. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, 15 was disappointing. Yeah, but, but 15 delivered because you got the, you got the uh, root cause eliminated. Yeah. Depends if you consider that the root cause, but yes, yeah, yeah fair I mean, enough. I do. Fair enough, okay. This year is worse because uh, I, we don't, like, it, we are guilty of this too, bringing up the Super Bowl, but there is at least, you know that this team has the yeah. capability of playing better. Um, and they, 2011, you know, they made all these crazy moves. And they thought that it would work. But it wasn't a roster they had seen. This year, they, like, they knew what the roster was, and they missed on the self-evaluation. Like, they knew what the pieces were. And, and bigger picture, uh, I, th- I think the thing you hung your hat on as a franchise, especially going into the year, is no matter what happens this year, you felt you had a top-level coach and quarterback. Yeah. Like you felt both of them I think that's right. were in the top tier in the league. And before this season, you know, what what coach quarterback com- combination would you have taken over the Eagles, you know, for long say term. for the next 5 like, years? Yeah. yeah. You know, Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know, some yeah. people would have might would have maybe said McVay yeah. and Goff. Mm-hmm. Long term, I don't know, I don't know who else. Yeah. I mean, you know, no, Obviously I mean, now Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson, people, yeah, and, but o- o- O'Brien Watson. I don't know. If it, yeah, you might have taken O'Brien up. Watson, um, but no, the, it's it's a very good point. Or O'Brien Schofield. Yes, <laughs> or O'Brien Schofield. No, but it's 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 uh, going into the year you, you felt comfortable in that combination. Yeah, now and you I have think, serious questions about both. Questions about both. Like I, I think you think both are good, but are they great? Yeah, you know, and I think that's. I don't think today helped Doug's case, and last week obviously didn't help um, Carson's case. Um, I don't know if today helped Carson's case either. But uh, look, for the second straight year, this coach combina- this coach quarterback combination has a losing record in December. They were six and seven after the Cowboys game last year. They are five and seven. That's good. Th- uh, this year, in in December, like yeah, you know Belichick. He doesn't have losing records in December. Well, listen, you know, I like to complain about the Patriots getting to play in the AFC East, but after today, you know, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't give them quite as much guff. I mean, I will still, mm-hmm. but. And, and no, you're right. The Eagles are 2-2 are two and two against the AFC East this year. By the way, what great uniforms the Dolphins have. I think they they're my favorite uniforms in the NFL. They do. They, yeah, I, I do like these uniforms. That might be because I I might be a little bit prejudiced since I don't see them as often. Yeah, I, I but like I think the they're my more. I think they're my favorite. Nah, that's a bad take. I think Dolphins, Packers, maybe Raiders number three for me. We were talking about this with Jimmy yeah. Kemsky before the game. Yeah. He likes the Bengals a lot. I, I'm not I like, sure. I, I like dis- the Bengals. Not sure. I agree. I like Top three though. I I like I really like the helmet. I like the royal blue Rams. Um, Ones, you know, the blue and gold. Um, and I just think the Giants have really classy uniforms. So, uh, I wanted to read this one quote that you said. Um, this wasn't on the record. I don't know. What I'm the quote sniffing is. myself. You said because you really loved 
the smell of your hotel body wash. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? There's nothing to tell you. It's just it's it's. You were uh, just you were sitting there before the game, just taking big old whiffs I left and right. I was making the joke. You kept talking you used about the term it. Term sniffing yourself. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's good smelling body wash. It's 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 one of those things where like if you like wipe your face, you're like oh okay, this this smells pretty good. Good performance by Eagles fans today. Didn't help very much. Agreed. Great turnout. Uh, the uh, flight back tomorrow is going to be it's it's going to be uh, interesting to observe mm. because. Uh, by the way, I I, I got to mention uh, someone um, he, I wrote to Yushio and me about the way I say the word interesting. Interesting. Yes, I enunciate it. I say interesting. I think people say interesting. Okay. Like they make it interest. Yeah. And I say interesting. You do say it in an interesting way. Yes. So uh, I e- enunciate the interesting. Okay. As opposed to saying interesting. I don't want to get in your head about things you say weird. I don't want you to think about it too much. No, but I, I, I saw that and I, mm. I was curious. Um, in any respect, I am curious. You say the word, say the word uh, W-O-N in a bit of a unique Juan? way. Yeah. I say it like, like Juan Samuel. Yeah, you do. Yes. And you say it how? One. One. You say it like, like the, number. the number. You say it like the number, and I say I, I say one. You say one. Okay. You say tomato. I say tomato. Right. Um, no. I look. I've taken the first flight out or around the first flight out for eight 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 years after these games. I have a stupid and, flight tomorrow. And you can always to connect. Uh, yeah. The, well, the connection flight, you you don't really get the full Eagles fan right. experience. But after a big Eagles win, like it's like the morning after. Um, like a bachelor party in New Orleans, okay? And the, after an Eagles loss, it's it's like a funeral at that gate, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's uh, tomorrow, my guess is with the amount of people here, that's going to be a, uh, a very depressing gate, especially if there's a delay. I think that's right. Okay. I guess that's about all, all we got. You excited to get back to Philly? I'm not excited for my flight tomorrow, but... Yeah, but you've been yeah. gone for, what, four nights? Yeah, but I wasn't, like, away from the family. We were all together. So no, but... Uh, I'm yeah, a, I, don't, I don't need to get back. Home, I don't need you're... to get back to the cold weather when I was having fun on the beach. Your bed, your... your yeah. Okay. I mean, they're back now, so yes. now I want to get back. But, yeah, you, you know, okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't itching to get back. Okay. So you're okay if the plane's delayed a few hours tomorrow? Well, no, because they, now they are back. Yeah, so you want to see them. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, if if I had the option to, like, the Eagles were going to, like, just practice here all week and I could stay down here another week, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hear you there. I really need to take advantage of South Florida. I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right. I've been here before. So. Okay. Yes. And you'll be here again when the Eagles make the Super Bowl. True. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, the Eagles uh, stink. They dropped a 5-7 and seven on the season. Losing to the hapless uh, Miami Dolphins. And yet, uh, the worst trick of all is that they're still in playoff contention. We'll see if, uh, if that changes in a week. We'll be back on Tuesday evening, I guess, to talk about the latest happenings in the uh, terrible Eagles 2019 season. For Zach and Sheil on his couch, I'm Bo. And as always, we love you.
friends 